Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is John chapter 5. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would examine and accept the evidence for Jesus, for his authority, and that we would trust in him. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. John chapter 5. After these things, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, called in Aramaic, Bethzeta, which has five porticos. In these were lying a number of those who were sick, blind, lame, paralyzed. And a certain man was there who had been thirty-eight years in his sickness. Jesus, when he saw this one lying there, and knew that he had been sick a long time already, said to him, Do you want to become well? The one who was sick answered him, Sir, I do not have anyone that, whenever the water is stirred up, could put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another goes down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, pick up your mat, and walk. And immediately the man became well and picked up his mat and began to walk. Now it was the Sabbath on that day. So the Jews were saying to the one who had been healed, It is the Sabbath and it is not permitted for you to pick up the mat. But he answered them, The one who made me well, that one said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this man who said to you, Pick up your mat and walk? But the one who was healed did not know who it was, for Jesus had withdrawn while a crowd was in the place. After these things, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, Look, you have become well. Sin no longer, lest something worse happen to you. The man went and reported to the Jews that Jesus was the one who made him well. And on account of this, the Jews began to persecute Jesus because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But he answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. So on account of this, the Jews were seeking even more to kill him, because he not only was breaking the Sabbath, but also was calling God his own father, thus making himself equal with God. So Jesus answered and said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing from himself except what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Son does, these things also the Son does likewise. And the Father loves the Son and shows him everything that he himself is doing. And greater works than these he will show him, so that you will be astonished. For just as the Father raises the dead and makes them alive, thus also the Son makes alive whomever he wishes. For the Father does not judge anyone, but he has given all judgment to the Son, in order that all people will honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. The one who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say to you, that the one who hears my word and who believes the one who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Truly, truly, I say to you that an hour is coming and now is here, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and the ones who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, thus also he has granted to the Son to have life in himself, and he has granted him authority to carry out judgment, because he is the Son of Man. Do not be astonished at this, because an hour is coming in which all those in the tombs will hear his voice, and they will come out, those who have done good things to a resurrection of life, but those who have practiced evil things to a resurrection of judgment. I am able to do nothing from myself. 
Just as I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another one who testifies about me, and I know that the testimony which he testifies about me is true. You have sent to John, and he has testified to the truth. And I do not receive testimony from people, but I say these things in order that you may be saved. That one was the lamp which was burning and shining, and you wanted to rejoice for an hour in his light. But I have a testimony greater than John's, for the works which the Father has given to me, that I should complete them, the very works which I am doing, these testify about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me, that one has testified about me. You have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his form, and you do not have his word residing in yourselves, because the one whom that one sent, in this one you do not believe. You search the scriptures because you think that you have eternal life in them, and it is these that testify about me, and you are not willing to come to me so that you may have life. I do not accept glory from people, for I know you, that you do not have the love of God in yourselves. I have come in my Father's name, and you do not accept me. If another should come in his own name, you would accept that one. How are you able to believe if you accept glory from one another and do not seek the glory which is from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. The one who accuses you is Moses, in whom you have put your hope. For if you had believed Moses, you would believe in me. For that one wrote about me. But if you do not believe that one's writings, how will you believe my words? Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Jesus heals the paralyzed man, who had been in that condition for 38 years. We can say this miracle shows Jesus' mastery over time. Jesus asked, Do you want to become well? That is an interesting question, but the man doesn't answer it and talks about how he doesn't have help he needs in order to get well the way he thinks. Jesus just says, Get up, pick up your mat and walk. And the man does. The Jews tell the man he cannot be carrying his mat around on the Sabbath because they categorize that as work. The man tells them that the one who miraculously healed him told him to pick up the mat. That seems like a good argument to me. Once Jesus makes himself known to the man and he tells the Jews, then they come after Jesus. Jesus said something interesting to the man. He said, Look, you have become well. Sin no longer, lest something worse happen to you. So Jesus is connecting his condition to his sin. This man really becomes a parable for us. Do we want our sins forgiven? Because if Jesus forgives our sins, that means we need to stop doing them anymore. Back to Jesus and the Jews, his answer to them is, My father is working until now, and I am working. Now they were doubly mad at him because he was claiming to be the Son of God. So Jesus discusses what it means to be the Son of God. He says he only does what his father gives him to do. He says he can make people alive. I think more than just talking about raising the dead, Jesus is talking about giving people true life here on this earth so that they are not walking around dead in their sins. But that also means they will live after death too. Jesus talks about the authority to judge that the Father has given him. But interestingly, he changes from saying, Son of God, to saying, Son of Man. That connects to Daniel chapter 7, but also the idea that Jesus became human 
so that he can judge humans, but also so that he can give humans life. Jesus says that everyone will be judged. Then Jesus talks about the evidence or testimony that he is from God. First, he gives John the Baptist, who said that Jesus is the Lamb of God. Then he says the works or miracles or signs are testimony. Then he says the Father himself gives testimony. And I think he's connecting that with the Old Testament scriptures here. Then Jesus says he won't be accusing them because they are already accused in the law of Moses. If they listen to Moses, then they would listen to Jesus. And now for a deeper dive. There's so many things that we could dig into deeper in this chapter. One thing that interests me is in verse 17, but he answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. That was Jesus' reason for healing on the Sabbath. The reason for the Sabbath is given in Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, Because in six days Yahweh made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and on the seventh day he rested. Therefore Yahweh blessed the seventh day and consecrated it. So wait. Jesus said that his father is working until now. But the Sabbath reasoning is that God rested on the seventh day. Hebrews 4 gets into this much deeper. It brings in Psalm 95, where God is speaking of a future rest. So, in the conclusion, the Hebrews writer draws in verse 9, Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. I think, in a sense, we are still in the sixth day of creation, and that the seventh day of rest is still to come, and God wants us to share it with him. That is life. Back in John chapter 5, verse 28, Jesus said, Do not be astonished at this, because an hour is coming in which all those in the tombs will hear his voice, and they will come out, those who have done good things to a resurrection of life, but those who have practiced evil things to a resurrection of judgment. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.